I want you to do a small exercise for me. Close your eyes and imagine it's 10 years into the future. Your children have come to visit you and they're standing outside the front door. What kind of people are they? In an ideal world, what kind of characteristics have they got? What are their personalities like? Do they have jobs? The reason why I ask my parenting students to do this exercise is to highlight the importance of your role as parents and indeed as a mother for those of you who are mums in shaping the future of your children and the future generation. Assalamu alaikum, peace be with you. You're listening to Cup of Parenting podcast and I'm your host Aisha, a paediatric speech and language therapist, mum of seven and parenting coach here in the UK. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to episode 25. Inshallah, today we'll be discussing the roles, the benefits, and the challenges of being a Muslim mom. Inshallah. First, we'll start by talking about the role of a mother in Islam. We already know that as a mom, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has highly elevated our status and given us a high role in Islam. We're considered to be a source of mercy and compassion for our children. In fact, our status is so high that the Prophet ﷺ once famously said that paradise lies at the feet of your mother. And this is a saying that most of us know or have heard of at least once or twice in our lifetime. But do we really pay importance to subhanAllah, the status that Allah has given us? Also, this hadith emphasizes the importance of honoring your mother and respecting your mother. If by doing that, you can attain paradise, which is ultimately what we all strive to aim for, isn't it? Also, Abu Huraira reported another famous incident in which a person said to Allah's Messenger, who amongst the people is the most deserving of my good treatment? To which the answer was, your mother. He repeated the question. The answer was your mother. He repeated it once again. And the answer was your mother and then your father. The Quran also emphasizes the importance of mothers in several verses. For example, in Surah Luqman, Allah SWT says, And we have enjoined upon man care for his parents. His mother carried him, increasing her in weakness upon weakness, and his weaning is in two years. Be grateful to me and to your parents. To me is the final destination. This verse highlights the importance of being grateful to your mother and to your father and also shows the sacrifices that mothers make. And we all know, everyone knows how much sacrifice a mother makes when you have a new baby. You know, you have lack of sleep. You stress about the child from the moment they're born to even when they're adults. You don't ever stop worrying about them as mothers. You always want the best for them. You're always there when they're in any sort of trouble. When they worry, you worry. When they do well, you are joyful and share in their joy as well. And all the different emotions that they go through, you go through as well. Especially when they're small, the huge sacrifices that you have to make. Some of them you can't even, you know, you can't even write down if you wanted to because there are too many, subhanAllah. So, Additionally, on top of this, Islam teaches us because of this that you have a special bond with your with your children. And as mothers, this bond should be nurtured and respected. 
Okay? The Prophet Muhammad wasallam once said, No one can repay the mother for her kindness except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no one can repay the father for his kindness except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Except by being kind to them. So we need to be kind and respectful to both our parents, but also encourage our children to be kind and respectful to us, subhanAllah. And we live in a society today where, unfortunately, parents get to an old age and they get elderly and people just start neglecting them. And this is actually a really big issue. And it's a really deep issue as well that's quite complex. It's not a clear-cut re reason that everybody gets to um, a stage where, you know, they have bad relationship with their parents and then they don't want anything to do with them or those parents end up um, not being cared for, not being looked after. But rather, um, you know, when cases come to the masjid, for example, it's actually a lot of issues mixed together. And it goes back to maybe when those um, now adults were children, problems that they might have had with their parents, issues they might have had with their parents, relationship issues they might have had with their parents, the way in which their parents brought them up to have certain lifestyles, certain beliefs, certain culture, and now it's manifested in the way in which that child is now an adult and is now neglectful of the parents or they're just hateful of the parents. So there's lots of different issues, but the underlying point is that when that child is um, small and when they're going through that key stage and key phases during their lifetime when it's the parent's responsibility to nurture them for whatever reason they're not doing it in the right way and this is what it results in in certain cases that's why the importance of being kind and respectful can't be ignored by you yourself as parents when you're parents and by the children as well um, and, and how you how you bring your children up to honour that. Islam also teaches that mothers have a crucial role to play in the spiritual development of their children. Of course, the Prophet ﷺ also said in this regard, the best of you is he who is best to his family, and I am the best amongst you to my family. And this also acknowledges the roles of parents, especially the mother and the, you know, the way that you shape that child's spiritual development. The mother is also the first teacher of the child so before they even start kindergarten or nursery or grow up to go to school if that's the way that um, you, you choose to educate them but regardless you're the first mother you're the one that they learn the most important things from you're the primary caregiver in most cases and you're always going to be there for them to always be learning of whether you do it intentional or unintentionally they're always learning of you so this is another reason how mothers are really important what are the benefits of being a mother? One of them we've already mentioned is attaining paradise with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, we, we have this opportunity to attain special status in the hereafter because of the sacrifices we make for the children. And the Prophet also said in this regard, the best women are those who um, assist their husbands and take care of the children. So... There are rewards attached to being a mother, apart from the fact that obviously you have the children and you see them grow up. And like I mentioned, you see them make achievements in their life for various different things. And this brings you happiness and joy. Um, and inshallah, you know, we all have difficulties when we are parenting. But inshallah, if we do it the correct way, then we have the satisfaction of knowing that we did our best with our children as well. 
and also you have blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in other ways as well um for ex for example you need to think about the fact that the children are a source of barakah okay and the children are an amana from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not in my hands or your hands to be able to choose what you have this is uh, again from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the quran says to allah belongs the dominion of the heaven and the earth he creates what he wills he gives to whom he wills females children and he gives to whom he wills male children in surah al-shura and this verse emphasizes the belief that children are a gift from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first and foremost and also whether you have males or females is a decision made by allah and allah alone so we have to think about subhanallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ultimately our creator has gifted us with these little babies and it's our duty to then nurture them and raise them the best we can okay and through this we can also grow spiritually ourselves the prophet sallallahu said a woman whose husband is pleased that will enter jannah and this also extends to the way your your role is at home looking after um the children but also how those children then grow up to be and how they behave when they're outside not just inside the home how they deal with things in life according to how they ever they've been nurtured at home from a young age inshallah and also when they are then outside of the homes and a little bit older they build their own communities don't they so in this way you've brought up your children if all mothers took this seriously this responsibility of nurturing children and not just mothers mothers with support from fathers and you know other family members as well inshallah if, if you're able to get this sort of support and then this fosters a really good community so in essence you're bringing up a child but actually in the in the bigger picture you're building up a strong community as well and with this regard the prophet sallallahu once said that every one of you is a shepherd and responsible and is responsible for his flock the way a leader of a people is a guardian and is responsible for a subject the man is a guardian of his family he's responsible for them and a woman is a guardian for her husband's home and his children and she's responsible for them so everybody in society and within the family do have their roles okay and if you look at this example of the sheep um so i think it's a really good example think about a farmer um bringing up his livestock his sheep he doesn't just leave them to graze all day and do nothing and they don't just suddenly themselves get bigger he has to nurture them and care for them and make sure that they've got a good field they've got good grass and that they're you know they're in a comfortable situation so in in the same way you're nurturing your children imagine them as little seeds as well that you're just really delicately looking after now i'm not going to pretend that it's easy to do this subhanallah everything in life has challenges and so does being a mother or parenthood itself is a huge challenge and one of the challenges that i see when i'm when i'm uh, in my role as a parenting coach is a lot of parents have an issue especially in this day and age and especially in the west but i'm sure it applies to everywhere else in the world as well is connecting with your children especially when they get a little bit older and they're teenagers okay so with this with this in mind it's our duty to go out and find out how can we connect to our children take classes if you need to take classes if you had an exam you would prepare for it you would you would take lessons if you were learning to drive you would take lessons so if you need to take lessons and find some tips and strategies into how you can connect with your children do that that's what i teach in my positive parenting classes because 
You know, you don't just suddenly know how to do it. You have to learn and you have to make sure you're applying the right strategies. And sometimes you just do what you've been taught to do because that's what your parents did with you when, when you were little. And that might be um, effective. They might be the correct strategies, but they also might be the completely wrong strategies. So don't let what happened in your childhood to you impact on the way your relationship is with your children. Sometimes people do have trauma emotional trauma, physical trauma, and they do need therapy to overcome this so that they're in a healthy place to be able to have a good relationship with their own children. So if you need to do something about it, you should. And you should educate yourself as well. If you can educate yourself in your deen, then you can teach your children your deen. In a similar way, if you can educate yourself on strategies that are going to be effective in helping you be a parent, then you should be doing that as well, inshallah. Another thing is to balance your commitment as parents. And I've mentioned this in my other talks before, but I, I can't tell you how important this is, is that the youngest years are the crucial years. If you've missed those years, then inshallah, it's still better to try and um, obviously rectify your mistakes. So just try and change the strategies as best as you can. And don't forget, we always, always start by making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that he can obviously help and guide us in bringing up our children that's the first thing we always can do and then the second thing is to then try your best try you know trying to bring them up the best way possible balance the different responsibilities you've got balance the different work you've got and make dua with Allah subhanahu wa in bringing up your children so that you can give maximum time to them especially when they're little and then even after that that you're you know, hopefully um, setting the scene and sowing the seeds so that you do have that strong, nurtured relationship with them that should make things easier. Not to say that you won't have difficulties when they get older, but inshallah things should be easier for you. And I hope that's given you some beneficial advice today, inshallah. And I'll see you next time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.